The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. When we combine the enthusiasm we all have with the business skills and abilities we need to grow, learn, and prosper, we become better managers and leaders. It all starts here. And now, your host, Luis Vicente Garcia. And hello, it is a pleasure to welcome all of you to our show, Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. I am your host, Luis Vicente Garcia, and today we're coming to you live from Caracas, Venezuela. My goal is every week is that we learn new ideas, new implementations, and actually decide on the goals to be successful, increase our performance, and actually change our mindset. It means we can always be generating new concepts for all our companies. And I would like to hear from you, so please send me your emails to coachluis at luisvicentegarcia.com. Connect with me through my social media, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, or connect with me on LinkedIn. All of the links are on the show's page. And today, well, I'm very, very excited. It's This is a very special show. Not only is our 50th show on performing at your best minds evolution, but also I am sharing this uh, milestone, this important show with a dear friend of mine. And uh, uh, my guest today, and you will enjoy it very much, is Joan Detz. And Joe, uh, who is on the phone already, uh, she's an international speaker, world-renowned public speaking coach, and the author of four successful books, one of which is How to Write and Give a Speech. Uh, the Washington Post praised the book as a how-to classic. And over its 30th anniversary edition, it was also published in Spanish last year by Alba Editorial, and we had Joan I had the privilege of interviewing Joan in July last year. And uh, Joan has run her own speaking services where she prepares executives for speeches and media interviews, consults with them, and actually consults with business leaders. And today we're going to focus our conversation on not only uh, the importance of public speaking, but uh, Joan will share with us new tools that she has developed, but also the importance of personal branding, personal marketing. So, Joan, it's a real pleasure and honor and a privilege to be doing my 50th show with you today. It is so good to talk with you. I'm, I've been looking forward to this for days. <laughs> well, uh, there's two of us already then. And, Joan, um, so people um, know a little bit about you, um, the importance that you have made in, in many places, and I remember you, you and I met two years ago at the Association of Financial Professionals Convention in Washington, D.C. Uh, you have traveled all over the world, and for you, uh, public speaking has been the, the the focus of your work for so many years that, you know, your, your, your insights into how we can all develop uh, new tools for business success uh, is what we're actually going to cover today. So what would you say uh, that new business owners, entrepreneurs, and managers actually need to start focusing for their success? Entrepreneurs, managers, business owners, executives, 
the important thing to realize is that public speaking, public speaking is the single most important thing you can do to promote your business and boost your career. It is a powerful way to tell people in your own words who you are, what you have to offer, what you sell, why you do what you do. Public speaking lets you package yourself, position yourself the way you need to. And, and, and you just reminded me of, of one of my earlier shows, uh, actually my first show. Uh, one of the things I wanted to share with people was my, my own story. And, and, and how important it is for everybody to, to share their story, their experiences, and, and as you say, position themselves in a better way. We all have our own stories. And once we realize that, giving a presentation becomes much easier and much more effective. Exactly. And, and when, when we develop our skills and our abilities to, to improve our, our public speaking um, abilities, actually, again, uh, the important thing here is that, we first of all, we need to practice, right? We do have to practice, but, and this is an important but, we have to practice so that we get better each time. We can't practice the same way we did yesterday or a year ago or five years ago. It, instead, each time we practice, we have to improve at least one thing. Maybe it's in our voice, our eye contact, our body language, but we cannot just practice the words. We have to improve each time we go out. That's where the power comes from. And, and one of the quotes we've always heard is, uh, practice makes perfect. And Harvey McKay, he said, this, it is perfect practice that makes perfect. That is a very good way to put it. It is perfect practice that makes perfect. Exactly. So, so uh, you and I were discussing for the show, and, and in, in my first interview with you, July last year, you told us the uh, nine different tips for very public speaking. And, and today we're going to focus on, on public speaking tools. And if I may ask you, why would you, what, what will be the difference between the, the tips and the tools in this case? I often tell people that you have to go through nine steps to prepare a presentation. Everything from focusing the content, analyzing the audience, doing the research, organizing the material, writing the speech or the PowerPoint, working in some stylistic devices, thinking about if humor works or doesn't, rehearsing and getting media coverage. Those steps are all part of the preparation process. But today, I'd like to focus on some tools that people may not have thought about before. Um, and I, I tell speakers, I tell speechwriters, that you have five wonderful tools. You have your voice, eye contact, body language, audiovisual support, and you have your words. 
And all five of those tools come together in a way that is unique for you, that is distinctive for you, that is effective for you. All five of those tools can come together and let you give the very best presentation you have ever given. They can let you give the best presentation at any conference or convention. And and so... um Combining all this, and we all know communication is more than what we say, is how we say it, it's our body posture, so we're saying body language. And so if we can, um, because this is a, a show where I want to share the experience of others, particularly my guests, and in this case, your own experience, which has been an amazing one. So how important is that you prepare in advance with these tools that you just mentioned? And if we may uh, go through each of them, so that people understand the importance of practicing your voice and developing uh, an ability for eye contact with the different people of the audience, how to look front or back and all the other ideas. So um, if you if you want, we can start in the order you just mentioned, which uh, voice will be the number one tool that people have to develop. Really good. Your listeners have these five wonderful tools. The first is voice. We all have a voice. And we all have the fundamental right to use our voice. Uh, This is a basic human right, the right to speak up, the right to say what we believe needs to be said. Now, we all have a voice, and we vary it, in, in a few different ways. We can vary by the volume. In other words, sometimes we can speak louder and yes. sometimes we want to speak softer. So those are, that's a variation we can use. We can vary our voice by the speed. How fast do we talk? Uh, and this varies by culture. Um, many of my clients are from throughout the world. So if I have a native Spanish speaker, if I'm working with um, a president in Mexico, uh, that person's speech will be faster uh, when they go to speak in English, uh, because that speed is built into the first, the first language that we speak. Um, we can vary our voice based on the tone. Are we formal? Um, are we friendly? Are we warm? Uh, are we distant? Uh, and we need to understand that our voice can reflect many different qualities. Are we efficient? Um, are we trustworthy? We have to decide how we want the audience to get us. And then we have the voice to convey that. So that's exactly. the first tool that everyone has. And, and let me ask you a question since we only have a short moment before we go into the break, into our break. When you say tone, and you actually said that we can um, transmit efficiency or, or how, efficient, uh, how effective actually can be, how trustworthy. Why will voice uh, we be important in that or how, how will tone will be important in that? Our voice is the single most important clue to who we really are and how we conduct ourselves. 
So when an audience hears a speaker come out and take too long to get to the main point, if an audience hears a speaker sound uh, very flat and boring, if yes. an audience hears a speaker talk so fast uh, and in a very brisk, abrupt manner, well, the audience forms uh, an impression of that. Uh, so we want to make sure it's not a bad impression. We want to make sure it's a good impression. Control your voice so you project efficiency, trustworthiness. Uh, people will judge you based on your voice. And, and that happens every time we listen to somebody speak. And how we interpret, or how just we're saying, the perception we create will actually condition also the message that we are receiving, right? That is correct. Audiences form that impression, and they form it very quickly. They don't wait an hour to decide whether they like you or not. They decide very quickly, and primarily, they start by evaluating your voice. Are you someone they want to listen to, they want to learn from, they want to grow with? Those are important questions about tone. Exactly. And one of our focus here is, well, how do you engage people with our conversation? So, Joan, we have to come into our first break, and we'll see everybody back in two minutes. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete 6-CD audio and action guide program or upgrade for just a few dollars more and you'll get the complete program mentioned plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Your entrepreneurial vision has taken hold. Your business is growing. It's everything you hoped for. Or is it? With growth comes bigger headaches, more hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more employees to manage, more plates to juggle, and more demands on your time. Get off that merry-go-round now. Tune in to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. You'll meet street-smart entrepreneurs and business leaders sharing their success stories as well as practical solutions to the unique challenges faced by growing companies. Heard every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. And welcome back. Today, we are not only celebrating our 50th show, but also I am interviewing uh, public speaking coach, Joan Detz. And before the break, Joan, we were talking about your five tools for improving our personal speaking. We covered voice. So the second one will be eye contact, right? Yes. Eye contact uh, is a, a way to build a rapport with an audience. And very often, a speaker will come to me and say, I have a hard time with eye contact. And I have a tip for... Uh, anyone who's listening, if you want to improve your eye contact, use the word you in your presentation. When you're talking with the audience, say, I'm glad to see all of you here today. Or how many of you um, have been to this conference before? Or some of you may have seen, and then you give an example. What you do is use the word you, And when you do it, it's instinct to look at the audience, and best of all, it gets the audience looking back at you. So it is a truly powerful public speaking technique. When you use that word, you, you do connect with the audience in a unique way, and they look back at you. So that eye contact builds a very powerful rapport. Let me ask a question because you mentioned something important. Eye contact, you know, uh, different cultures have different time for what will be allowed to, to maintain your eye contact. If you're giving speech from a stage, how long would you recommend people to keep looking at the same person or the same area in the audience? Occasionally, you will look at an individual who seems to be, uh, how shall we put it? somewhere between asleep and uh, doing another task. (laughs) If you see that, it doesn't happen often, but if you see that, look away as quickly as you can because it's demoralizing as a speaker to look at someone who happens to be very tired. It's not your fault, but it's demoralizing to look and see someone with their eyes closed. So there is a very quick caution. Now, what you want to do is has two parts. There are two parts to eye contact. You want to look at individuals um, throughout the room just literally for a couple of seconds at a time, enough to make eye contact. Perhaps they'll nod at you, a slight recognition. You might nod at them with a slight recognition. And the point is, by getting lots of different individuals, you make everyone feel welcome. However, and this is where the, the other part comes in, you can't look at e- everyone 
in an audience with 300 people or 500 people. So in that case, you still look at some individuals, but mostly you look at regions of the audience. Make very certain that you look at the back, on the left, on the right, in the center. Look at the front row. Look to the left of the front row. Look to the right of the front row. Look straight down the middle. In other words, cover every physical part of that audience, look at that room section by section, and that way you cover everyone, you get everyone involved. And the important thing here is that they feel that you're looking at them and they feel that you're talking to them, right? Yes, an audience wants to feel that they matter. You, your job is not just to give them information. It's to make them feel for that one brief moment when that you look in their direction, you need to make them feel that they matter. And that's why eye contact is such an important communication tool. And, and um, to- then we have now voice. The second one is eye contact, as you just mentioned. Now we probably use them both with the third tool, which is body language. Body language reinforces the words that you happen to use. So if a point is very significant or if a statistic uh, is a critical number, you tell the audience with, with your voice, you say, here is the most important number I'm going to give you today. And then you pause, you look at them, and then with body language, you lean forward slightly, ever so slightly, and you give that statistic or that key message that you want them to remember. Whenever you lean closer to your listeners, that part of the presentation has greater importance. So... Uh, keep that in mind. It is a tremendous tool, particularly when you are trying to persuade or motivate or convince your listeners um, that movement, the body language forward, gesturing out with your arm. Um, it's literally reaching out to the audience, and it's, it's a dynamic way to get the audience to, um, to follow you. And would you say, um, are there differences among countries where you have been presenting or speaking in terms of voice, eye contact, and body language? Yes, body language varies tremendously um, by culture. When I work with my clients from Japan who are speaking English primarily as a second language, their body language will be more reserved than uh, my clients from um, Spain or from Italy, where I will have a a speaker who gestures more. So, yes, body language does vary by culture. But the important thing is to understand, no matter what your background, no matter what your age is, no matter where you were born, um, we all have to relate to the audience we are speaking to. So I might be 
in the United States. I might be living here in the greater Philadelphia area. But if I am speaking in Finland, which I have done a number of times, I adapt my body language, my voice, my eye contact. I adapt it so that it's more comfortable uh, for uh, the Finnish people in my audience. Mm-hmm. So it, Very it is important. adaptations. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it is important to find out in advance well, the place where you're going to be speaking, right? That, that is very true. Um, and I often tell people that if they're speaking to an audience in English, and English is the second language of that audience, they must, they must build in frequent pauses okay. and freeze their body language for a moment. Why? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Why is that so important? It's important because when English is the second language of the audience, you have to allow just a little bit of extra time for the brain to catch up with the ears. And uh, if you build in frequent pauses and you just hold your body language and don't move for two seconds, well... They, they are able to get what you said so much better. That is an excellent tip. Thank you for sharing it because, you know, in many cases, even if in our own countries, there are regions and there are different places. And if you are in the east of the United States or the western United States, probably the speed, the contacts and all of that will be different as well, right? Absolutely. The eastern part of the United States speaks a much faster rate. If you start at Washington, D.C. and go north, Philadelphia is faster than Washington. Keep going north to New York City, and it's faster. Keep going north to Boston, and it is very fast. But on the other hand, if you start in Washington, D.C. and go south, if you go into the Carolinas and into Georgia, the rate per minute, the words per minute, will drop significantly. And, and that will happen in, in our countries, in Latin America, in Europe, in Asia, where we have a lot of listeners, actually. And, and every country will be different. So it's a very important tools to, to combine voice, eye contact, and body language. And it, it before, is, yes. Yes, no, go ahead, please. It's, it's exceptionally important to understand this. Um, in the United States, we, we will make eye contact for longer than uh, other countries. Um, you know, we're one-on-one or in groups. We make eye contact more frequently, and we keep that eye contact a few seconds longer. Whereas um, a speaker from... Uh, Taiwan or a speaker from uh, Japan or from Vietnam uh, or from India might uh, have might have much um, sh- uh, shorter uh, moments of eye contact, and honestly, they would be less frequent. Okay. Um, yes, so it's a combination of of uh, using these tools to 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 how you connect with your audiences and how. You give your messages at the end, right? Yes, and the beautiful thing is we all have these tools. You don't have to go out and buy uh, a voice or eye contact (laughs) or body language. We all have these. It's a matter of just making 
a bit of an effort to learn how to use them more effectively. Um, these tools will help you be a more effective and a more efficient communicator, whether you are working one-on-one in small groups or large audiences. And, and those are incredible tools that you've given us. Joan, we have to go into our second break. And I would like to invite our listeners to look at the show links where you can read the books and CD programs that I have done in the past. And we'll see you back in two minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. If you are a small business owner or entrepreneur, you may not be aware of the different options available to you in securing business capital in today's market. We discuss and explore these options each week on Small Business Capital America with host Michael Schumacher. There are two primary ways of building business capital. Profits, which are basically higher revenue and reduced expenses, and external or debt capital. Listen live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Business. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete 6-CD audio and action guide program. Or upgrade for just a few dollars more and you'll get the complete program mentioned plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. Welcome back to Performing at Your Best. I hope you were able to see the links and banners on the products, books, and CDs that I, you can find throughout the show's page. And today we're talking with Joan Detz, an international speaker, coach, and the author of an incredible book, How to Write or Give a Speech. And Joan and I were discussing during the break the importance of not losing, not losing your audience in terms of uh, using your voice, eye contact, and body language. So how can people uh, learn from that? Because actually, Joan, you said if we lose our audience, we might be losing businesses, right? If we lose an audience, we can lose business, we can lose sales, 
we can lose um, our reputation. So uh, we need to understand that talking with other people is really a business investment. And we need to prepare for that business investment like we would any other kind of investment in our our operation. Um, before you give a presentation, go through um, all of the tools that you have available and ask yourself, am I using my tools as effectively as possible? Prepare, prepare, prepare. It's, it's so critical. I, I love the way you put it. Talking is a business investment. And so, so actually you're saying we need to invest in our public speaking abilities. We all need to invest in our public speaking ability because it is the single most cost-effective way to get our message out to our stakeholders, and to our employees, to our vendors, to our community um, associates, uh, to our legislative um, arena. This is, this is the way we get it across, whether it's one-on-one, small groups, or in front of 500 people at a conference. And the incredible thing is how it all flows into your next tools, which will be audiovisuals, because, uh, you know, it's, it's about how then you're going to deliver your message. Yes, we, we have our voices, our eye contact, our body language. What else can we use? We can use audiovisual support for many people today. That would mean using PowerPoint, giving a PowerPoint presentation. If you're going to use PowerPoint, here's the guideline. Make sure it helps your presentation. Make sure it doesn't hurt your presentation. Now, that might sound funny, but the truth is I bet many of us uh, participating in this, in this uh, session right now can think of times when the PowerPoint was so bad, so poorly written, in such a small typeface that we couldn't even see it. So um, look, at, look carefully at any PowerPoint before you use it and uh, try to improve it. Um, but, of course, audiovisual doesn't have to be uh, a PowerPoint presentation. For some presentations, your visuals could be something as creative and different as simply having balloons in the corridor that lead uh, to your meeting room. Or it could mean that you play a certain kind of music just before the main speaker comes out onto the stage. So AV um, is often thought of as doing a PowerPoint, uh, and, and that's true in many cases. But there are other ways that we can bring in visuals and audio support, um, and we can do it in creative ways. We can have a fantastic posters. Um, we can have wonderful photographs uh, of some of our key people blown up going all the way down the hallway so that people can see them. There are all kinds of, of tech options that you have. Uh, the point is, make sure you do them right. Exactly. For example, uh, this is very practical. If your listeners ever use pie charts, make sure that the single most important segment of that pie chart starts where 
the number 12 would be on a clock. That is the way to make it easier for an audience to read and easier for them to remember. Now, that's a very simple, very simple tip, and yet I have seen it misused over half of the time. Yes, because... It uh, it doesn't cost any money to do it the right way. Um, It it never costs any money to do it the right way, but... There you uh, go. You still... Still, we see the people doing it the, the other way. But anyways, that's how we're here. That's why we're here, to teach, to guide, to, to help people understand the importance of making these small adjustments and improvements over time, as you said, because at the end, they will give you an incredible result. And and combining then uh, your voice, eye contact, body language, and other visuals, then your five... To your, your tool number five will be your own words, right? Yes. Um, words are what people often think of first when it comes to giving a presentation or making a speech or going into a meeting. And words are very important. I've, I've earned my living uh, writing books and writing speeches for clients. I value words. But you'll notice that I put words... At the very end of this list, um, that's because you need to think of many factors before you come up with the individual words. Now, when you look at the words you use, you have to say, what words will give me a good return on my speaking investment? And that return on investment, that ROI, um, helps helps you choose the right words. Um, Of course, we're talking about public speaking, so you need to use the right words when you speak, when you give a presentation. In general, the shorter words uh, are better. In general, the, the shorter sentences are better. Why? Because it's easier for an audience to hear. So that's, that's a key thing to understand about the words you use in a speech. But there are also words that we need to use in our writing. And writing is, is an incredibly powerful way to build careers and um, boost our, our, our business. It's important as entrepreneurs, as business leaders, it's important to write things that have our bylines. Uh, it could be a letter to the editor, an op-ed piece. It could be an online how-to item. Uh, it could be uh, any number of types of nonfiction writing. But it, the key thing is that you've got your byline on it. That is a tremendous way to promote your own, uh, your own business. Um, and another aspect of words would be using social media. Now, I tweet a great deal, and being limited to 140 characters means I have to choose my words very, very carefully. I will tell you, and I would, uh, I would tell all of your listeners, if you are not tweeting right now, do yourself a favor and look into it. And the sooner you look into it, the better, because this is the place where you can use the words you want to promote your ideas, your company, your organization, your cause, your products. 
and and yes, it is about promotion. And and, and believe it or not, there's a, there are a lot of people, and actually a lot of companies that today are not using social media the way they should be doing it. Right. In general, the people who are using social media are benefiting from it. Yes. The people and organizations who are not using social media are paying a terrible price. Um, I mentioned writing a few minutes ago, and I consider social media a part of writing to promote our organizations and our causes and our communities. Um, Whether we write uh, online or for print, we need that byline. And, of course, with Twitter, we automatically have our byline. When I tweet, it comes from at Joan Detz. So people know that that thought came from Joan Detz. And your listeners, if you're not doing it today, that's okay. But maybe you might want to sit down later today or tomorrow and think about how you could use Twitter uh, to promote your business. It does not have to take a long time. I could spend five minutes a day, and it would be very, very productive. And the interesting thing here, John, is that we're talking about public speaking. We are talking about how you're giving us tools and tips in order to improve But the interesting thing here is that you always refer back to our businesses, to our communities, to the promotions we need to do. Because when you said talking about business investment, and then we talk about the ROI on speaking, it's all about making wise decisions, wise investments, in this case in ourselves, but also on the message we are conveying outside. Here's how I describe it. If you give a presentation... You can't do it to fill 20 minutes. You need to do it so that you communicate something of great value to the audience and of benefit to you and your organization. Good presentations do more than fill time. Yes. They say something. They persuade people. They get communities to buy into the idea that you're promoting, and you, you reinforce it. This is, the, this is the essential point I want listeners to take away. You don't speak in a vacuum. You might give a speech on a Tuesday morning, but then think how you can follow up in writing. Can you write something for your website? Can you write a blog? Um, can you write an op-ed piece, a letter to the editor that would reinforce your, your message? Can you write something for social media? How could you tweet from your presentation? You see what I'm doing here? I'm starting with the speech, but then I'm turning into writing, I'm turning into social media. Um, you know, I have been active in one professional organization longer than any other. It's the American Society of Journalists and Authors, ASJA. We have members all over the world. And one thing that I want to stress to your listeners is when you speak, that's good. Make it a good speaking experience. But don't end with your last word. Don't end, uh, don't end that experience after you say thank you and goodbye, you then need to write about it, and some of that writing needs to be on social media. 
and these are incredible tips for everybody to to follow and as you said john if we are not on social media if we are not in twitter we do have to start and uh, you know is using all of these recommendations and john we have to take our final break and I would like to invite all of the listeners to visit my webpage, luisvicentegarcia.com, where you can find information on the training, speaking, and business coaching services that I provide. And we will be back in two minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete 6-CD audio and action guide program. Or upgrade for just a few dollars more and you'll get the complete program mentioned plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Having a lawyer in your court is always a good idea. Each week, Wagner and Winnick on the Law helps you sort out the legal issues and questions in a forum with judges, lawyers, and policy experts answering your questions and discussing your personal rights within the legal system. Law School Dean Mitchell Winnick, along with law professor Stephen Wagner, will discuss the sometimes ever-changing laws and policies to keep you in the know. Listen every Thursday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business. If you don't know the law, know a lawyer. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. Welcome back again to an incredible show on Performing at Your Best Mindset Evolution. And I have just had the most incredible pleasure of interviewing Joan that's not only a dear friend, a recent dear friend actually is a couple of years only, but also Joan, you have shared with us so many so many amazing ideas and tips how to communicate better, how to speak up, how to increase our knowledge. So I wanted to ask you, actually, how would you define personal success? Success. I think success is doing the right thing at the right time. And I believe we all know in our hearts, in our guts, in our minds, we know what the right thing is. Success is doing that at the right time. 
Uh, that applies in our professional lives, our personal lives. It applies financially, socially, um, and uh, sometimes we realize too late that we missed the right time. I think it's important for us to all understand that we might have missed the right time, but we can always do the right thing. So even if we're an hour or a day or a week late, we can still do the right thing and make it a successful connection with other people. And, 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 and this is a beautiful definition, Joan, and thank you for sharing it because it is all about connection. It is how we not only communicate, it's a message we, we give, but at the end, is how we connect with each other, whether it's our companies or, or, or in our personal lives. Communication, connection, they are extremely important. When you and I were talking, preparing to the show, uh, of course, we, we talk about what we're going to cover today. However, you just mentioned something during the break that, you know, it's very important for, for our listeners all over the world to understand that the messages don't stop when we stop talking, right? Public speaking is never defined by 12 minutes at the lectern or seven minutes at the front of the room or a half an hour leading a workshop. Public speaking is bigger than that. What we do and say before our presentation is important, how we mingle with others, how we use Twitter to tell people we're going to be speaking in Dallas, um, that's all important. Then what we do after our presentation is equally important. After this show, I will tweet about it. I will probably have more tips that we didn't have time for, <laughs> and so I will... I will put those out on Twitter. Uh, I will put them on my blog. I will put them on my speech writing blog. Um, because this is a follow-up. This is giving an audience more of the information that uh, they're interested in. And it's important, to, it's important to do that wherever we speak, whenever we speak, to have some sort of follow-up for those who want more information. And this is really, really incredible to share because, you know, looking at your recent tweets this morning, you posted your, your How to Write and Give a Speech book uh, on the cover, they are in Spanish, they are in Dutch, they are in English, of course. People all over the world can, can refer to what you're saying because this is what we do every single time. We, we speak, we give out our messages, and as you just said, we must, mustn't stop. It's not when you say thank you or goodbye. It's, it's, it's a continuous effort that we need to start uh, implementing in order to go ahead and always be sharing our messages and, and being promoting, being promoters actually of everything we do, right? I tell my clients when they say their last word at the lectern, they are not finished. That actually is when the dialogue begins. Their presentation might be over, but the dialogue with the audience, with listeners, with stakeholders, that's when the dialogue begins Via writing. Yes. And writing, speaking at the end, you are combining uh, all the tools and the tips you've given us in order for people to convey their messages and to, uh, to say actually what you said at the beginning, 
to speak up your ideas. We, we all have the right to speak up. I, I would like to come back to that and reinforce it from a different perspective. I'd like to have your listeners remember they all have a responsibility to speak up, to address the issues in their organizations, to motivate their employees, to communicate with their communities. Um, that is a, a responsibility we all have as well as a right that we are all blessed with. Exactly. And, and Joe, since we are coming to the end of the show, where can people find you on the web or on, the, on social media? My website is joandets.com. I blog often and I tweet very often at yes. Joan Detz. I tweet about speech writing, uh, teamwork, public speaking, Toastmasters, communication, leadership, entrepreneurship. Uh, I tweet a lot, and I'm always happy to uh, see what other folks are, are tweeting about. Yes, and I will recommend enormously to follow Joan, read her, her articles, her blog, and actually look at what she's going to be saying about our show, because Joan, it's been an incredible hour. Uh, wonderful tips and tools on public speaking, but also on personal success, which I think is what uh, we are here for, to, to share messages. So I'm I really honored to have you, not only again as my guest, but also on, on this very special day. And really thank you for all your, your comments and ideas and, and the, the tools you've given all the listeners today. It's an honor to celebrate this 50th show with you and with all your listeners who listen from all around the world. It's an honor to share time with other people. Yes, it is indeed. And thank you again, Joan. And to all our listeners, well, on this 50th show, it's been a real pleasure to share with you this hour on performance and mindset. And as always, be speaking up. And this might be a new a phrase we will be using, speak up, speak your ideas. I am your host, Luis Vicente Garcia, and I would like to invite you to visit my webpage, luisvicentegarcia.com. Connect with me through my social media that you see on the show's page. And as always, my email is coachluis at luisvicentegarcia.com. And really, again, thank you for joining us today in another episode of Performing at Your Best Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. And have an excellent and a very successful week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And this coming week, find your passion in your business. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.